0: If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads or showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. So the other night I'm sitting on the couch with my son and he's got his head kind of on my chest and he goes, mom, I can hear your heart beeping. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what it does. It makes a, you know, lub-dub sound. And he's like, but why? Why? So, well, that's how you, you know, circulate blood through your body. But why? Well, because you need to take the nutrients from, you know, your blood to, to bring it everywhere down to your toes and your fingertips and your nose and all the things. But why? Well, that's, you know, how how we're designed as, as humans. You know, we've got to get our circulation. We've got to get, you know, all of our our body needs to eat just like we need to eat food. Oh, Oh, why? And that's kind of where I was like, yep, we're going to change the subject because um, circulation is uh, kind of hard to explain to a four-year-old, right? But um, that's kind of the gist of it. Ultimately, um, you know, we, the the process of um, how, you know, our body stays in motion and, and you know, breathes and lives and everything, it, it just, I came to this realization that everything goes back to circulation everything you know all of our um, disease processes all of our pain all of our normal functioning it all depends on and makes or breaks from our circulation and so here's kind of the um the start and breakdown to kind of conceptualize and 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 really see um what i'm talking about here from kind of the beginning so we as humans um, eat and breathe, right? Like we we need to have liquid in our body, we need to have uh, substance and energy and, and things like that and our body converts it into what we need. And so as we breathe in and out, we are breathing in a mixture of oxygen, nitrogen and, and other gases and things like that. Depending on your air quality and if you smoke or if you inhale other things, like you're, you're bringing this stuff into your body into your lungs, and your lungs are going to pull what it needs, and it's going to take the the molecules and, and the, basically, you know, the energy sources from the air that you're pulling into your body, and it's going to transfer it into your bloodstream. And if you have damaged lungs, or if you are breathing in, you know, toxins, and, and if you like are around exhaust fumes all the time or paint fumes and things like that, this can cause damage and this, this is going to get into your bloodstream. So if you've ever heard of like, uh, veterans and stuff that dealt with ancient orange, or if, you're, if you've ever felt the burn pits or, um, people who worked in a mechanic shop or machine shop, you know, they're breathing in sometimes like fiberglass and like all different kinds of things that can damage your entire body, not just your lungs. So, after this stuff gets into your bloodstream, it goes directly into your heart to be pumped through to the rest of your body. And then once it's circulated, you know, all the way down and to every last little bit of of who you are, all of your cells, the the skin cells, the organ cells, the muscle tissues, you know, all these things, then it comes back depleted of all of the nutrients and things that came into your bloodstream. And that's when you um Pump it through your heart, and then it starts to uh, go through the entire process again. And so, um, it's a it's a like a closed loop. I think is is kind of what we what we call it. And and where food and nutrients come in is when you are eating, and it goes through your digestive tract, like in your small intestine. That's when it really starts pulling all those nutrients, and it goes into your bloodstream from there. And the way that we excrete everything is through you know multiple ways actually we think you know it's always through going number one and number two your our our kidneys are going to filter uh the all the blood and the and pull out everything that we need to excrete and what we don't need so if you're somebody who like takes vitamins and um you're like man when i pee it's like bright yellow and and sometimes you'll notice uh certain foods will make your pee smell funny or um or maybe change colors and things like that. Some antibiotics will do that. So basically some stuff your kidneys can do well and some it can't. If your kidneys are starting to fail, um, then that can cause a backup and cause all kinds of other issues. And so if you have any issue, any, any, you know, problems with circulation, it's going to mess with these natural functions. And so um, I didn't finish my thought there. So you excrete things through going to the bathroom, but you also excrete things through exhaling and you excrete things through sweating. There's different pathways of, of ridding toxins. We have earwax, we have you know mucus, like there's multiple things that is going to take things out of our body. Our, when we cough, that is a way to, that's like more of an automatic response in our body to get out what we need to get out. When you have a lot of mucus, that's your body's response to be like, get this junk out of me, blah, blah, blah. So when we are um, focusing on staying healthy, circulation is top notch. If you've ever like, I'll, I'll, I have a couple of examples here. So number one, if you've ever cut off circulation, for example, like you had a rubber band around your finger and you see the blood pooling and it it's painful, right? It's painful because it's it's, it's, Uh, inflammation and it's like expanding where it's not supposed to expand and it can't move. And so it's, it's turning on all those pain receptors. And so if you hold that rubber band on for too long, it's not going to get the nutrients that it needs. And eventually you won't feel anything and it will fall off. And so that is one way to cut off circulation. That's kind of a more um, like uncommon type way. Another way that our bodies cut off circulation is through like plaque buildup in our our arteries and in our vessels and things like that. And that can be from a poor diet. Some of it can be hereditary and things like that. But you basically can prevent that from happening by, um, you know, watching your blood pressure every time you go to the doctor and, and you know, have it checked. Um, if you're seeing that it's rising, that could be something that you need to pay attention to. And getting your uh, cholesterol levels checked um, in... I don't know if you guys are, like have this vivid memory from a commercial as a kid where it looked, you know, it's a straw and it's talking about the plaques and blah, blah, blah. And that that's, you know, accurate. So really making sure that the um, the health of your your vessels in your body is taken care of. And we don't really think about that. that we don't think about our vessels the way that we think about um, the health of our other organs and stuff. But it's just so important because having that plaque buildup in your vessels, like, that is what can cause a heart attack. If it breaks off, it can clog one of the the arteries around your heart that can cause it to not get its nutrients. And that's where you can have a myocardial infarction. You could also get a DVT, which will cut off the circulation of part of your leg or your arm. And that's called a deep vein thrombosis. And so having that lack of nutrients because there's a big clot in the way, you want it to stay where it's at, but you also want to dissolve it. So they'll put you on blood thinners and things like that. But the other risk factor is that you could have a a chunk of that break off and go to your brain and that could cause a stroke. And so we don't always think about the mechanism of what causes a heart attack is the same mechanism that can cause a stroke and the same thing that can cause a DVT. Now they're all different, but it's kind of in that generalized something is blocking the circulation and you can't get blood flow and damage happens quickly. If you have a heart attack, there is damage to your heart that will never be the same. And so you can go back in and repair it. You can have you know different surgeries and stuff to clear things up if you have a clot in your brain there could be irreversible damage. If you know much about a stroke, um, if you have a clot on, say, the left side of your brain, it'll affect your right side of your body and you could lose your motor ability. You could lose the uh, muscle tension in your face if you've ever met somebody that has half a face drooping. Um, A couple things can cause that, but it could be from a stroke. I took care of a young mom. I think she was maybe mid-30s, around my age now. She was in town Uh, with her son's baseball traveling baseball and they were at a grocery store and and all of a sudden her body just completely went into stroke mode and they brought her into our ER and we were a stroke center and so we took care of her right away and we got her blood thinners and and did the whole protocol as fast as we could and that poor boy I mean he was probably 13 uh, was just sitting outside in our emergency room and we don't normally let uh kids that young or that age, that's kind of our cutoff, um, sit out there. But the dad was, you know, taking care and, and relaying information and talking to the doctors and this and that. And I went up to that boy and I just sat down and and I was like, hey, look, you know, he's in good hands and, and talked to him and because he was just so scared. And I'm happy to report that uh, we were able to get her the interventions needed. And when she went up to her floor after she had been through all the emergency protocol, um, she was showing uh, little to no symptoms left, like a slight droop in the mouth. But when we did our our NIH scale, which tests all of the different areas that can be affected by a stroke, she only had a couple of points, and so that was just such a a win, you know. And I just think about that that young boy and like the terror that he must have gone through. And um, hopefully, you know, anything that I had said to him would just give him a little bit of um, a little bit of comfort. So that was, you know, one of those moments that I'll probably never forget in my ER career and so going back to circulation, um, for poor circulation, it doesn't have to be a clot or something that cuts it off. You could just have poor circulation. Uh, Varicose veins is a sign of poor circulation. It really has to do with bringing the blood back to the heart. So if you remember seeing any images of red arteries and blue veins, it's not that your blood is actually really that color, but the red means that it's full of nutrients and the blue comes back with the nutrients already being gone. And so those blue veins that you see on people's legs that are the varicose veins, it's not that it's blue blood. It's just that's the way that it reflects through the skin and all that stuff. So varicose veins can be, you know, corrected. They can have surgery, all of those things. They're more ugly than anything, um, but they really can indicate things like a heart murmur or really indicate that poor um, return to the heart type of the beating. And so that could be like a precursor to other things, but um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that you're, you're absolutely have to do something about it. It's just... You know it could be worked on through again like lifestyle changes things like that but some people are just more uh predisposed some women get it much younger guys get it things like that Um, on the other end of not being veins but the arteries you can see people that have like peripheral artery disease where their lower half of their body especially like their calves are really red and inflamed and angry all the time and so that's another sign of you know just not having that great circulation um we all know somebody with diabetes that might have, um, poor circulation to their feet. They lose toes. They, they have to get legs amputated and things like that. So when you have that poor circulation caused by something like diabetes, which diabetes is truly a, a sister to heart disease, like they are, they go hand in hand and it's the biggest precursor for heart disease. And so prevention of diabetes is, is, uh, mostly entirely, um, lifestyle. So not for everybody saying in general, So for these people that lose the feeling in their feet because of diabetes, um, they can stub their toe very easily, or they could step on glass and, and then that gets super infected and super, um, uh, gangrenous and things like that. And then that's when it has to be amputated. So. I know this was like a lot of medical terms and things like that, and I hope I did a good job kind of explaining it to the different levels of the listeners here. But if you have any questions about, you know, what does that mean? Or you could go in more, can you go in more detail about this and that? Or give me some resources. Um, I'd be more than happy to. I want the moral of this story to be to um, educate and and learn about circulation and know what you can do to give yourself good healthy circulation and talk to your doctor about it, check your blood pressure and and do what you can to prevent that, that diabetes and take care of your organs and exercise. And and there's so much um, involved in just that healthy lifestyle that is going to have that ripple effect in your entire body. So like really take care of your circulation and make that a key factor in what you are taking care of, of your health journey. So stay moving my friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider. If you have any questions or concerns, this podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.